Hello and welcome to this podcast Flourish with Deepti and me Selva. Whoever you are, wherever you're from and whatever you do, this is the show that helps you not just restart confidently but also thrive and flourish in your second careers. If you are thinking of restarting your career but don't know where to begin, you have come to the right place. In this season, we'll deep dive into the world of returnees by bringing you expert interviews, research findings and HR perspectives. Being returnees ourselves, we will be sharing our experiences of restarting, both failure and success stories. That's right. If you are wondering how to build that awesome resume or ace that dream job interview or even get insider tips from HR on getting hired, all that and more, we've got it all covered in this podcast for you. So, are you ready? Because it's time for you to flourish. Tune in to Flourish, a one-of-a-kind podcast meant just for you returning to work. I'm Deepti Rao, a techie by profession, mentor by passion and a certified happiness coach. And I am Selvakani Selvaraj, trained women leadership coach, certified psychologist and an erstwhile corporate HR expert. And we both are corporate professionals with over 40 years of collective experience. We know what it takes to build, pause and rebuild a successful career all the while playing different roles, parents, caregivers and family nurturers. Welcome to the ninth episode of this season. Welcome back all you dear listeners. In our previous episode, we interviewed with experts, mentors and industry leaders uncovering valuable insights on how to return to work confidently. Each episode was a stepping stone paving the way for this episode where we bring you the personal journey of Nimisha Chatterjee, who, like many of us, is a returnee to work after a break. Welcome to the show, Nimisha. Nimisha is a seasoned HR professional, a two-times author, and a mentor for returning professionals. She serves as the president of Karnataka chapter of HR Success Talk. Currently, she's an HR business partner with Clean Harbors India. We are very happy to have you with us, Nimisha. Thank you, Diti and Selva, for having me today on your Flourish podcast. I really love the name of the podcast as you both are doing a fabulous work in developing the career of women returnees by sharing the experience and insights. Uh, as we say, with the right teacher, a child will grow. Absolutely. Thank you for comparing us to another parent, uh, Nimisha. We are just doing for the community. Now, um, let's start with you sharing about your professional journey, uh, the break that you took, and of course, your restart story with us, uh, Nimisha. Sure, um, Selva. So as an HR professional, uh, I love to collaborate uh, with people in creating a learning organization and also creating the employee experience moments. So my break started during the pandemic. Um, in year 2020 when the DKs were closed uh, were getting closed shut down and my kid uh, was a toddler two years old so I felt that that's the time I need to take a break and uh, with our first feeling of the break was I'm not enough because coming from a 
professional being an hr professional i had that i used to always associate myself with the the title or the organization and now without any identity i felt that i'm not enough that's when i started uh, attending webinars and uh, sharing my experiences on linkedin and i started connecting with people outside of hr world joining various communities volunteering in ngos and also started journaling and in your uh, in the process of journaling and uh, sharing my thoughts in year 2021 is where i gifted myself with a new identity apart from just an hr professional uh, i had published my book in jan 2021 that is my journey to love and peace which is available in amazon and notion press um so this is also a new achievement i felt during my career break becoming a author and along with that definitely being an nlp practitioner i started coaching to support students and entry level professional so that you can build connections and uh, also support them in their uh, tough times and difficult situations the your second question right how how did uh, when did i get back to work so uh, it was in the process of uh, second uh, uh, mid of 2021 where i restarted my journey to get back to work and uh, so last year that is uh, in 2022 is i joined rejoined uh, my organization that is where i am currently at clean harbors as an hr business partner as a self motivated and confident returnee with the skills and the knowledge i possess and this helps me even today in my professional career because the connections or the network which i've built had helps me to be connected and creating the wonderful connections to lean in that's wonderful nimisha uh, you know i can very well relate to the fact of i am not enough right uh, that is a very Uh, i mean that is the thing that comes to our mind even when i took a break right like what prompted me to return back was that and also to forge good relationships and the job the career gave me a deep sense of self worth and also it's very interesting to hear from you nimisha about the very things that you did during your break like becoming an author and uh, you know coaching people and building more new connections uh, which helped you become self motivated and return back to the industry so i and you know can you highlight a little bit more on what prompted you to restart because you have been doing so many other wonderful things uh, when you were at break uh, what was the triggers and also you know how long did it take for you to decide before you said okay now i'm ready and you know i'm going to start my work or i'm going to start looking for a job in the corporate field yeah so um uh, to your question i would uh, break it into two parts right so your first question was what prompted you to uh, restart right so i'll i'll answer that first that um so taking a break uh, right so it was i would say that my career journey the break in my career journey was not a full stop but rather a pause 
that's that's something which comes with the mindset as i said um you know it's i'm not enough to i'm enough so these kind of changes is what helped you to reframe on the the way you have taken a break uh to send a message so my career journey was just a pause and not a full stop and when i had decided to when i had to take a break it was with a intention right because the environment the condition was such that the preschools were closed and i didn't have any options so we had to take a break and then i felt okay when the right ecosystem will be back i would get back to my career so that was the first step and it was also important um, that's what i say everyone to have an intent and that intent could vary from person to person like in my case it was a kid who was a toddler so my priority was to see whether there are preschools to start or whether there is a daycare um, you know to start the daycare should be operational with the timings late evenings so that was most things and when i saw um, we all have witnessed when the things were becoming normal right the schools the business were getting started the schools have were trying to get true uh, schools were getting restarted so that's when i uh, started my journey to get back to work and for that i started to plan my schedule in to make the things work so i try to see what kind of ecosystem i can put in place and uh, answering a question on how long so there is no perfect time to start or how long it would take in my case when i said uh, the schools were the schools had restarted and uh, so i had tried to search for my ecosystem um, of course the search was on and similarly for the jobs also i was getting the opportunities as as i shared in my um previous uh, discussion right you know sharing my thoughts or experience in various forums and getting to being an author i was getting uh, some of the opportunities in various forms but then it was for me to decide which one to take based on my a uh, requirement and um so i was definitely planning so such things and there were definitely uh, rejections i wouldn't say that i did not face any rejection there were rejections there were challenges in the interview phases as well but then uh, with a practice with the preparation is what helped me to land um, where i am today thank you that's very inspiring to hear your story particularly during that phase i remember very clearly many women really chose to stop working due to lack of daycare and uh, the circumstances were so difficult at a personal level for many women so i'm sure you, your story will closely resonate with all those women professionals out there who've taken a break for motherhood reasons and now planning to return well you walked us through some of the nanny care related challenges and how you really overcome i am uh, curious to understand what were the kind of adjustments that you needed to make to get back what were the easier parts and what was the most difficult part about getting back got it so uh yes yeah, so for me uh 
the ecosystem, as you mentioned, it was more related. Yes, uh, many mothers would definitely resonate. I was also seeking help from one, some, you know, some experienced mothers who had returned to their work with the ecosystem in place. So definitely, uh, you know, Selva, as you said, that it's it's the ecosystem which helps. So in my case, uh, preschools or daycare, which I was looking at, the daycare was still not operational to the extent uh, which I was looking forward for the support because uh, they they were started, they had started, but they were for a few hours. And being in HR, when I was preparing myself to in the phases of various interviews, I realized the workplace, though it has been hybrid or remote work, right? I was trying to get myself prepared to be in the workplace for five days of work or at least a hybrid, whichever would be the culture, I would definitely need a strong support system, right? So that's where I started to uh, look out if the daycare operation was not uh, functioning, then I had to look out for a caretaker. And that's where the challenge was because, uh, you know, to find the right uh, caretaker and for whom I can completely rely on. So there's always a fear, uh, fear in, uh, you know, as a mother's or as a parent's mind on how can you leave your kid at home um, completely because after seeing in the pandemic closely and then all of a sudden you need to leave uh, your child and leave uh, to your workplace. So that kind of mindset was definitely a challenge. Um, but then, yes, you need to uh, feel confident of your support system so that you can restart your career the way you want to be. Yeah, I can't agree more with uh, the points that you have mentioned, Nimisha, because I think it resonates very well with uh, what I have also uh, taken care of each time when I return back to work, you know, a strong support system. Uh, not just of having a nanny, I would say personally, is but also, you know, onboarding the family members with the idea of having a nanny becomes important or, you know, getting the support uh, and uh, yes, to the point that, you know, I can leave the child in the daycare. I'm sure many uh, women will be nodding their head when they hear this sentence. Um, and then, you know, what else helped you with the restart? You know, other factors of, you know, like the partner taking on or any such thing. Yeah, so uh, definitely Deepi, you said the right thing about convincing your, because in the current ecosystem, what we are uh, more of a nuclear family and, uh, you know, having the caretaker in place and convincing them, absolutely. So uh, apart from what else helped me was, uh, I, I felt that I was in a career break um, it was more on the financial aspect, okay, because I always connected uh, myself as, uh, you know, that I was onto the other things as well uh, in terms of your exercise or in terms of your uh, connecting with the industry peers and colleagues to know. So 
also have ensured that I was in touch with my ex-colleagues, your friends, your leaders, your industry peers. So this has helped to maintain the social relationship, which was very important to maintain the right mindset at that point of time. Because during the break, especially one goes into the uh, the value of low confidence, the phase of low confidence, right? So with a regular exercise or the fitness and uh, your healthy eating, your meditation, your journaling. So these all were parts of my regular routine. And, uh, and sharing my experiences, as I told you, mentoring the students and voluntary, which I still continue to do, uh, even though I got, uh, even though I restarted my journey. So it's important, uh, those who are, uh, my suggestion would be those who are planning to take a break or are on a break or wanted to get back to their work. It's important to plan your schedule in such a way the way you would do it. It's not only about the job, getting a job, as I said, but that was for me, which I felt that to get back to your routine and plan your schedules accordingly. That's wonderful to know, Nimisha. Um, I took a break. Now I need to be back. More a switch on and switch off mode with respect to work. But what we hear in your story is that you were kind of switched on about professional aspects of your life while managing time for personal care and fitness and some of the mindfulness that you mentioned, which is again an inspiring story for us because all the women out there uh, are usually uh, consumed about how do I really get started? And it, it's never a switch on on a given day. It's really usually a simmering slow pace where you continue to structure your day like the way you mentioned about routines your social connection, the time to make them always becomes important, like a precursor before you get really ready to be on that fast track. Now, at one point, you also mentioned about the rejections that you faced as an interviewee, Nimisha. Um, we'd be very interested to know uh, more about that because one of the difficult parts of returning, once you decide to return, is the whole interview preparation and interview performance. Despite the break, the self-doubt that comes along with it. Now, while our previous episodes covered in depth about the interview preparation skills in detail, nothing like a lived experience of a returnee with us here sharing her story. So we'd be curious to see what helped you face those rejections with a smile or a grit and come back confidently to move ahead and continue with interviews after interviews. Tell us, how did you approach interviews as a returnee? That's that's really a great question, Selva, because uh, the general assumption is you being in HR and HR is taking an interview, why would you face rejections? So that's the myth I wanted to, um, you know, clear off. So the interview discussions, right? So the way I approached uh, the interview discussions were in some of the organizations and for some of the roles where I had interviewed, the discussions were so great and I had a great time learning from them. So irrespective of whether I could make it to the role or not. So that's where I'm trying to address the question, what you said about the rejections. Okay, I was able to keep um, 
to learn from the individual because they had inspired me. When I say about the interview panel or the uh, the interviewer uh, had inspired me with their insights. So I continued irrespective whether I could uh, make it or not in that role. I continue to build professional relationship with them. And today we, we do connect, we do discuss various opportunities to give back to the HR communities, as I said, in terms of mentoring, in terms of um, various um, uh, forums, in terms of conferences or the podcast. So I would say my interview process uh, were also of the instances where I came across many interviewers sharing their similar experience who themselves were on a career break. And that was a great learning because how did they made up to where they are? And that was also an inspiring. So I, uh, my approach, uh, to conclude or how to take the interview would be uh, trying to gain insights from every interaction you have with the interviewer or with the hiring panels. That's a wonderful mindset and also a nice way to look at the failures. Uh, you put it right, you know, learning from them rather than getting put off by any rejections. So each opportunity is a learning opportunity, right? You have put yourself out there, which is a very big thing, uh, which is what, you know, like you've taken a break and then one or two failures, you'd start thinking, you know, oh, it's my break. And that's why, you know, I'm getting rejected. But rather than thinking like that and making yourself feel negative, uh, you have put it really well, Nimisha, by saying, learn from it, gain insights and build connections with the panelists. And you yourself said that, you know, uh, they had career breaks. The, uh, your interviewers itself had career breaks. So that is an amazing thing to hear from your interviewer. It should make you feel better, uh, I would say. Coming to the next part of it, you know, after the interview, of course, the negotiation, a very tough task. Uh, that's how I would put it. Uh, and many times, you know, we downplay it. Maybe due to the kind of hesitation we have, you know, oh, my career break, you know, that keeps looming over us knowingly or unknowingly and which is why you know we may not negotiate right but how did you handle it you know the right role pay and other flexibilities how did you go about having this conversation Yamisha? Uh, so I think that's that's really a great question because when we talk about returnship uh of course, the first thing you talk about resume, yes, which you have covered. And this negotiation is many of the times where I hear, uh, you know, questions or hesitation from the returnees on how to ask. So in my case, the way I handled it, I did a market study of my role and experience. And that's where your network helps. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, about the building the network, building the social connections, um, being part of various industry forums and connects. These are the things which helps you. So you tend to uh, assess your value. You consider your skills, uh, right? So I it had helped me to understand what my, uh, the kind of experience and achievements I bring in. And with every job role or the job uh, requirement I got it I was trying to quantify on how I can 
provide value to my employer. Okay, and um, also making sure that addressing uh, the gap. I'm definitely there are many cases. Yes, you would be asked that question on since you have a gap in your uh, you know your career or your resume. Why do you need your know, compensation when you're talking about a negotiation? So what I did was I was very confident and very positive about the skills, what I'm bringing it, because I was uh, being, I was definitely with the industry trends, what's happening. I was not disconnected. So that helped me not to downplay myself, rather focusing on the skills. So it's important to speak about your skills right and also to understand that you are meeting the expectation of for the job or the role for which the company wants to hire so it is a win-win situation the company is trying to look for the talent and the experience you're bringing in and as a candidate i was putting up the same skills and the uh, achievements expertise what i could bring to the role which we were getting interviewed um, the next thing what was also important is to have the confidence so don't be afraid to ask what you want and deserve because uh, in my case i never gave any specific number rather i used to ask the employer uh, to give up you know not the number or the range what they wanted to offer and then i have not uh, accepted or rejected at that point of time rather i took a time to evaluate and then see what i could give the decision and talking about the um the compensation right where the what range they had given so when i say about evaluating so I had evaluated, for me, the consideration was not only on the compensation, that is a salary. I was evaluating on the other benefits or the perks or the incentives, the health insurance. So these were the other things which I was trying to evaluate. Now, apart from that, also what kind of development opportunity the organization is giving me? What is the kind of role the organization is providing me? The kind of uh, flexi hours, so whether it is uh, five days working, whether it is hybrid, this is providing. So these were some of the packages. Uh, the whole package is what I was evaluating it. And uh, definitely to do all these things, it required uh, good practice and preparation that will eventually help you uh, you know it, it it had in fact helped me uh, to boost my confidence and performance uh, during the interview so i would say yes it's important to find a uh, if you have a mentor or if you have a coach it's important to uh, have enough practice based on the grounds of priority because so you need to prioritize what is important in terms of your negotiation factor what is important whether it is flexier whether it is the compensation whether it is a benefits and then accordingly prepare yourself and practice it uh that's correct nimisha you know negotiation is never just about the financial aspect of it I would say more so for women because, you know, it's a it's a huge, much huge package in the sense it's like 
the benefits, one part of it, and also the flexibility that the workplace gives you and the kind of inclusion that the workplace will be able to offer, not just for the woman, but also a woman returnee. Uh, because all these matters when you have to flourish in the workplace uh, and more so when you go back as a returnee. So never downplay because you have a lot to offer to the company and you're worth your experience, right? Nobody can take that away from you. Uh, so play your worth. Uh, that's what I would say. Um, and also, you know, now what aspects uh, helped you to settle into the job itself, especially during those initial days, right? Now that you might have to go outside, go to the workplace, and there's a little bit of change in routine. Um, so what helped you to settle in, Nimisha? Um, yeah, so when you talk about settling uh, during with a new job, so I would rather take this question in terms of job perspective, because what I've seen is initially, like we are in the verge of we want to get a job, we want to get back to the workplace. And then what happens next? You got a job, you are into the new workplace, then what next? So I, I uh, in my case, what I did was going slow. So when I say go slow, it's trying to understand the job role and the business of your organization. And my mentor had advised me to spend the initial days uh, in an organization as a spectator to learn and understand. However, keep writing your observations in your notepad because you would have definitely new ideas about the systems, about the things, your thoughts, but just limit it and then write it down in a notepad and observe. Connect with as many individuals in your organization because everyone is willing to help you to understand the business or the role. Give yourself time because it's a new role. You have returned after a certain period of time and it's important that you focus on self, work and family. And this is what I have uh, done in terms of giving time. Also, I continue to my learning spirit in terms of exchanging ideas uh, with networks, my colleagues and peers, which I did during the uh, break. I continue to do that. So these were some of the aspects which had helped me to settle down in the new job, or I would say as a returnee, when I got back to my uh, workplace. Wonderful. It's your experience speaking with all these wisdom nuggets, Nimisha. So it's really important to take time to observe. That's what you're saying. Be an observer or a spectator. Understand and settle in before you begin to think about your own performance on the job and crafting success in your role. Totally makes sense to use the initial space to be curious before becoming serious about success. With that, we are now moving on to the last section of this episode, Misha. In closing, what would you like aspiring returnees to take away from your story of returnship? So in a very tight spot, Selva, uh, the, um, for about sharing about the closing lines, there are so many things but um, to, to be precise, what I would say is the idea of starting a job search after career break may haunt you. But remember, 
that don't be apologetic or embarrassed about the break you need look you took to discover your re, yourself okay uh because you are not alone in this journey there are so many people who have chosen to take a break and the reason uh, for the break could vary person to person and also the break the duration of the break could differ from person to person but at the end everyone has a unique career trajectory and now since if you have decided to get back to work and probably that's why you are listening um, to this podcast by Deepthi and Selva on their flourish podcast so be prepared um, to re-enter the workplace tighten your seat belt take a deep breath because you may face some challenge and let's accept the hard fact okay but don't worry if you handle these challenges with proper strategy you can overcome easily so it's important to have a strategy in place work on those actions and definitely you will be a confident returning so in essence um, we, what i would say to have couple of things in place it is important to plan when i say about planning it's important that you know what have your uh, career break what for what you have taken a career break what have you done in your break and how you wanted to get back to your workplace so this is important number 2 is definitely a good resume it's a game changer because the way you address your career gap in your uh, resume has lot to do with what the hiring manager will think of and when i say that be authentic and be honest about the gap what you have taken get ready for your interview preparations understand practice for what you wanted to get back to your work and number 4 is definitely social media make use of your social media platforms uh, you can definitely ask your professional help uh, network for a job referral and uh, this uh, podcast is one such uh, the usage you know the one such opportunity and a flourish is one such an opportunity wherein you can encash to learn and uh, understand the ways to overcome on how to on the returnship journey awesome so mindset your own skill sets and then your ecosystem now as we conclude this episode with you nimisha it's clear that returnship is more like a journey rather than a destination to reach because it is not really about landing that next available job you see it's really a restart of a longer term career journey in itself and that's why the measure of success of this journey is not limited to the next job and also not the speed of landing that job but creating a revived professional identity for the years ahead for you so therefore take your time to set your intention for the next lap of your career slow progress is better than no progress and the most important thing is to onboard your personal ecosystem it could be your close family your friends or the support system around you or even your little pet this way you will be setting yourself up for long term success Thank you for coming to our show and sharing your wonderful story Nimisha. It was very great having you.
and all the very best to you as you continue in your returnship story yeah thank you deepthi and selva for the great conversation to flourish the career of women returnees i enjoy sharing my experience with your audience and you can definitely reach me on linkedin to connect with me your feedback is our inspiration be generous with your ratings so that we are able to reach many more women who are looking for that inspiration to restart remember to like share and subscribe to flourish and we hope you liked our podcast all we do in this podcast is to have meaningful conversations speak to experts and bring you the real stories of returnship just like this episode look up our show notes for research links and our social media connects why just survive when you can thrive and flourish in your career absolutely bye folks until the next time in our next episode